Check, 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 check. Check, 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 check. Mm. What is going on, people? What is up? Hope you are all doing well today. It's going to be an amazing day. It's going to be an amazing day. Uh, I woke up this morning, and the first thing I did when I opened my eyes, uh, I woke up, opened my eyes, and I said, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my wife. I'm grateful for my son, Oliver, and I'm grateful for my daughter, Elise. I'm grateful for another 24. That's how I start my day. Every day I wake up, I say to myself what I'm grateful for, what I'm grateful for. Very excited. We got a sponsor for the show. It is Southgate Design. Now, all the flyers you see I make, Southgate Design. Everything you see from my show is from Southgate Design, from the flyers to the merch to the hats, Southgate Design, good people. And what I love most about them, they are family-owned. Southgate Design, family-owned business. His name is Eric, my friend Eric. Make sure you check them out. I mean, they're just good people. So anything design, fast, reliable, anything you need design-wise, they will take care of you. That is Southgate Design. Now, a lot of people tuning in for the first time because my boy, Ivan Hall, is going to be on the show. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. Jenny Beach, good afternoon from Dallas, Georgia. Now, Ivan Hall is from Dallas, um, Texas, but Jenny is a new fan from Dallas, Georgia. Erica is checking in right now from Detroit. What up, Erica, in Detroit? Let's see, Rose. How is that Starbucks, Michael? God bless. Grateful. God is good. God is good. God is good. Actually, a funny story about the cup. Ivan will be joining us in about two minutes. Uh, funny story about the cup is, oh, let me put it over here, is that uh, it's not a, I, I don't go to Starbucks. I make my own drink, and everybody always asks me, like, how do I make my own drink? I actually make my own green tea lattes. People know my story. When I came, uh, when I got out of hospital, out of ICU, you know, I was battling COVID. I lost my taste of coffee. I didn't like coffee anymore. And my wife was like, never get back on coffee. And I stopped eating French fries. So my wife bought me cups and I make my own green tea latte, which I will make on the show tomorrow. So it's sugar-free because I am on, what day is it? 19 days sugar-free. So I am 19 days sugar-free, which is awesome. But uh, I make my sugar-free green tea latte. I put it in the Starbucks cup, and then I drink it. And then I drink it. That's right. I drink it. So I feel like I'm doing Starbucks, but I'm really not. Uh, big shout-outs to the Chatty Broads. I love those girls. They reposted that I'm interviewing Ivan Hall from The Bachelor. Now, here's what I want to do. Here's what I'm going to do is... I'm going to give a chance for people, because what I love about the morning, yo, and thank you so much for uh, waking up and checking out the show. What I'm going to do is I'm actually going to give you a chance to ask Ivan questions, too. So I'm about to make an invite. You're going to see me post it on the board. I just posted it. Oh, let's see. Control. Okay. So what I just posted in the comments, so everybody can understand this. What I just posted in the comments is a link where you can be part of the conversation. I actually can bring you on screen to talk to Ivan once he checks in. Wait till Ivan is already on, and then you can talk to Ivan. Ivan is in the waiting room right now. I see him. He's already smiling. He's already looking good. Uh, so you get a chance to talk to Ivan if you want as well. This is going to be a fun podcast, man. Uh, I got a lot to talk about with them. So like I said, you got the link if you want to jump in the conversation. Uh, if you want to ask questions, I can put your questions up for Ivan. I got a boatload of questions that came in, to be honest with you. I mean, this podcast could go on for hours, but it's not because I like to keep them short. But without any further ado, I wonder if he's nervous. Please welcome my dude, Ivan Hall. Hey. What's up? What's up, Michael? How's it going? Good. Now, uh, are you nervous to be on this podcast? Nah, man, I'm not nervous right now. I'm back okay. in the groove of things. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of podcasts, so I'm good right now. Okay, you're good. You're good. So let's jump right into it, man. Uh, first of all, <laughs> first of all, 
the reason why we connected was as soon as I heard you were Blasian, black and Asian, hey, I was like, yep. yo, there's not many of us. <laughs> First of facts. all, facts, yep. facts. There's not many of us. So I want to support a guy that's on the show that's Blasian. So I reached out to you or you reached out to me. I forgot how it was, but then we just connected and we've been talking ever since. What the first question I want to know is before the show, how were you with the ladies? Did you get ladies or did you struggle in that department? <laughs> how were you? Man, I did my thing, man. It's uh, to be honest, I did my thing. I was like, um, really like in college and then especially after I graduated in my mid twenties, I wasn't trying to be single or tied down. So I was just out there in the streets really. And um, I had a long-term girlfriend when she moved on and I lived in Florida, I, you know, wilded out a little bit, but- um, What part of Florida? I lived in, uh, near Orlando. Well, really uh, near NASA and Cape Canaveral area. Okay. So, like it was okay. like every weekend I would go to Miami or Orlando or Tampa with my guys and just, just have a good time. But um, yeah, I mean, I do my thing, man. I, I keep it real low key though. <laughs> now this, this girlfriend, your the, the ex-girlfriend, did she break yeah. up with you or you broke up with her? Um, it was like a situation where we were like on and off for like five years since college. Right. And then, um, you know, it was an off period and I just moved to Florida for this good job and she's like in med school. And then it was, this was the first time I actually, actually saw her like date another guy though. So she like moved on with another guy and I was like, oh boy, I can't see this. So and that's you what, were like, there and you were just witnessing all this. Yeah. I, well, I like blocked her and stuff. I was like, I, not because I hate her or anything. I like, I always got love for her, but like, I just couldn't focus. So I was like, let me just do anything and everything to keep my mind off of her, you know, just date around and um, yeah, learning experience. So it's all and, good. Yeah. And after the show aired, did she hit you up? We actually have always been in contact. Like we're okay. Cool. Good. Yeah. No, she's like, she's like a solid girl. Like, um, yeah, like with my exes, like I'm, I'm always cool with them usually. Um, I haven't talked to Tasha at all, but like I would be cool with her if she ever reached out, her and Zach and whatnot. So, oh, we're gonna get into all that. We all will right, get into you, all you. that in got a little you, bit. We will get into all that Tasha. Slow down, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to know um, what made you want to be on The Bachelor, man. Um, so it just kind of fell in my lap, really, though, because um, the show reached out to me on my Instagram DMs. I had a very normal Instagram, maybe like ten posts. 700 followers never posted once a year maybe and then i get a dm i'm like what in the world is going on here i checked the, i checked to make sure if it's real and it's real and then i was just like you know I, I i think of myself as spontaneous and i'm like in a good position in my life i'm like it's a cool opportunity you know to potentially find love and all the other stuff that comes with it i'm like it's a cool thing to do i'll have stories for the rest of my life which i definitely have now so um i guess that's what made me do it really just a, a multitude of things now you did mention to me in a uh, DM conversation we were having, you heard me talk about The Bachelor on one of my podcasts, or I was with the Chatty yeah. Rod, or it was yeah, with yeah, my yeah. podcast. Tell me about that. Yeah, so back, uh, when was that? So I first got casted for the show, or they reached out to me maybe like December 29th, end of 2019, right? So I know you, I don't know if, what you used to do, but you did like recaps maybe with, of like Peter season, I want to say. Oh, he's and the worst. Peter, I mean, Peter is, I mean, I, I know yeah. he speaks Spanish, so basura. That's what I think about oh, Peter. Man. He is absolute trash. Hey. But you don't have to say nothing because I know you're trying to be a bachelor too. So no, no. Peter, Peter was the worst person ever on the show. And the second, the close second is Claire, and we're about to get in her later, but she was garbage too. But anyway. You go yeah. ahead. Yes, I was doing recaps on the Michael Yo show, yeah. and I would jump on the Chatty Broads podcast gotcha. and do recaps with them. Yeah, I want to say because I want to say I started following you maybe on Instagram in 2019 sometimes because of your comedy special Blazing. Yes, and and I maybe saw you on Joe Rogan something like that, right? So I was like, all right, here's oh, yeah. a, here's a Blazing brother. Let me follow him. It's funny, dude. I can relate. And then that's probably what led me to your podcast. And I was like, oh, he's he's check, he's doing bachelor recaps, and I'm gonna be on the bachelor going through the process. And let, let me hear what he's got to say. And then I was like, I know I knew we were gonna connect at some point. I felt like because I was like, oh, he's a fan of the show. There's never been a Blazing guy on the show before, so I'm like, oh, he's gonna he's gonna love this. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's how it all started, bro. <laughs> okay, first, you know, here's what's funny. I have a lot of single girlfriends. All right, and. I have two girlfriends in particular that already reached out to me about you. That's interesting. And yeah, 
Yeah, and uh, but these are like, you know, they ain't reality stars. These are real women with careers, kind of mm-hmm. like yourself. Now, you're you're 27 years old, correct? 28, 28, but yeah. 28. Yo, man, are you really ready to get married? 28 is so young, bro. I know in Texas, now let me cut you off for a quick. I know in Texas it's it's old to get married because all my friends got married at like 24, 25. That's a Texas thing. But you know, on the East Coast and West Coast, people get married way later. 28 years old, man. Are you really ready to get married? Uh, short answer is yes, I'm ready, but I'm not going to force it. Like, that's just how I like. I knew for myself I wanted to like date around in my like younger and mid 20s just to gain experience. And then I always knew, like, uh, not to put a time frame around it, but I guess I will, like 28 to 32 is kind of where I would probably start to settle down. I felt like. Okay, settle down. Let's be clear. Settle down does not mean marriage, though. That's just to have a girl. That's true. Well, like, yeah, something like where I'm like more in the mindset of looking for a long term relationship. Okay. Like, in my, yeah, yeah. In my mid 20s, I was not looking for a long term relationship really at all. Um, yes, I was like in and out of one. That was just because she was amazing and we had a really good connection. But I really just wanted to gain more experience and just date around. Um, yeah. The, yeah. But like, honestly, like, I, I really am ready for marriage. Um, but I'm, like I said, I'm just not going to force it. Like it's a, it's a, okay. it's something that will like come to me. Yeah. If uh, any of you guys are watching, we got a lot of people watching online right now. Feel free to drop a question in the comments. Lamar Parker, he's a big fan of the show. He says, what's uh, new things oh, yeah. you're pursuing since appearing on the bachelorette? I'm sure opportunities <laughs> have opened up or no. No. Yeah. There's a, there's a ton. It's a, uh, it's really a, difficult to navigate really and i'm i'm just now figuring kind of everything out probably like in the last month or so talking to a lot of people because uh, there's a ton of companies reaching out like for partnerships and um like those type of opportunities and appearances and like uh, like i i probably had like 20 different sororities reach out to me trying to get me to hop on zoom calls which is funny to me um but yeah, Look, Ivan, uh, let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Make that money, son. <laughs> Make that money. It don't last yeah. forever, man. Make that money. If they no, yeah, yeah. money, do the Zoom calls. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we've got like in our contract where um, we have like a three-month period where we can't really do much. So um, once that's up, I'll probably start doing some stuff for sure. Um, definitely like trying to come up with a strategy for my Instagram because there's like stuff I've never posted about on there at all that I'm, I'm about to start rolling out here real soon. I'm really into money investing. So that's like one thing that I'm like really into. And I'll probably do like blog posts and like TikToks or reels about like money investing for like it, early career professional type people. Now for people that don't know what you do, what do you do professionally? So I'm an engineer. My my degree was in industrial engineering, but now I'm technically called a software quality engineer. I work for a company you know, that builds jets for uh, the government. Um, it's the F-35. So it's like... Um, the top of the line jet right now that's being ordered by the US and other countries around the world. So um, it's cool. It's funny that they changed my title to aeronautical engineer on the show. I've never called myself that because like, (laughs) if you ask me anything about jets, I can't tell you almost anything. Like I've seen them like in my day to day work whenever I was going in the office, but I can't tell you too much about them. I mostly do like process improvement. And then like data analysis, really big numbers guy. Um, And yeah, so that's what I'm mostly doing. When you go to work, are you like the man? Do they give you a new parking spot? You you, you parking <laughs> up front now? Like are you VIP at work now? And we're in, we're working something out. It's a giant company, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll, we'll work something out. But uh, no, I'm I'm working from home nonstop now though. So it's uh, I I haven't been in there. I've been in there maybe once in the last year. So um, yeah, there's like fifteen thousand people that work at that facility too that I'm at. So uh, yeah, most of us are just working from home these days. So it's really easy. And I get now, yeah. Or go ahead. No, no, you go ahead, sir. No, I was just going to say, yeah, my job is awesome because I only work Monday through Thursday. So I get like every Friday off. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's like a long weekend every weekend. And it's perfect for me. So you started with 700 followers. Now, how many followers do you have? I, I stopped counting I'm like, at like 150. Yeah, I'm like a 160 something right now. 160. Yeah. So you have 160. It's a lot of newfound fame. Sure. Um, a lot of people reaching out to you. What's the craziest DM you've gotten so far? Oh, crazy. I don't know about, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they get kind of crazy, but, um, are you getting uh, new photos? Yeah, definitely get those. But like, also <laughs> when they're in the request and I just see like, it's a blurred image and stuff. And sometimes you have to, and then like people send me a ton of videos and stuff. Um, you like, don't accept those. Cause you just already know what that's about. And then you can't like block them later on. 
Um, but I get some, yeah, I get some funny stuff, man. I, my DMs are crazy. And uh, even, in real, even, even in real life, it's been like kind of wild. Well, yeah, we're going to talk about that too. Is there yeah. anything weird on DM or in real life that's happened since you, the fame of the show? Yeah, I mean, like, girls always wanting to buy me drinks. That's, like, a weird thing. Like, any, if I go anywhere, there's going to be multiple girls trying to buy me drinks there. Like, if I'm just sitting in a corner, they're going to be like, hey, we want, uh, the waiter will come by and be like, hey, these girls wanted to buy you a drink for the table or whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. And, you know, sometimes I'll ask for pictures and whatnot. So uh, that happens, like, all the time, especially if I go to some of these more popular restaurants here in Dallas. Is it weird? That those same girls before the show wouldn't even pay any attention to you. Is that weird for a person yeah, no, to go through? Yeah, for sure. Just based off of me walking in, that that's crazy to think. Like, um, like I said, I, I I did I did good for myself, but never would girls just buy me drinks all the time. Like, that's crazy. So that happens like every time I go somewhere now, which is uh, which is funny and different though, for sure. But it's all and love. So like, I, people get so nervous, like just coming up to me, and I just feel like people staring at me and taking videos now. And it's uh, it's different, so um, it's cool though. It's cool for now. So for for women that want to buy you drinks, and for all the women watching this podcast and listening to this podcast right now, uh, what is the drink of choice for Ivan Hall? I'd say mostly whiskey on the rocks. Um, I oh, feel like okay. everybody buys me tequila. Tequila is like the thing that everybody's going for. Tequila shots. I'm like, all right. That's like a party move. So people, party yeah. <laughs> Ivan wants whiskey on the rocks. If you ever see him in Dallas, Texas, <laughs> get him whiskey on the rocks. Now, it is a pandemic going on. You're in Dallas, yeah. but I see you out. I know maybe the cases are lower in Dallas, but is it weird to be this famous right now, but you really can't go out and do yeah. the things you yeah. want to do, like travel and et cetera? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not traveling I'm not partying or anything. It's the restaurants are open here up to a certain point. So they have it like all socially distanced or whatever. So like, that's like the main thing I'm doing right now is, uh, uh, yeah. Oh no, no, no. I, oh, I, oh, I, I, hey, I, I got camera <laughs> shots over here. Son. I can oh, do I a one shot. You know, TV now. Hey, I, can do okay, okay. I can do that shot. I can put you well, on the background. I mean, come on, oh, man. Okay. Come on. I got you. This ain't no ghetto I podcast, bro. Yeah. 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 This is different here. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's this right. is we, different here. We can move uh, it around, man. We can move it around. <laughs> I lost you for a second. That's funny. That's cool, though. But, are you Are yeah. you back? Are we yeah, back? I'm back? Yeah, I'm back right now. Okay. So you can't go around. You can't uh, take advantage of your fame. Uh, now, here's what I noticed about The Bachelor, because my wife yeah. at the beginning forced me to watch this show. And I got to be <laughs> honest with you. I think at times it's really ridiculous. And we're going to talk about that season. And I do want to know, because the chatty broads, Jess and Becca, I love them so much. They're awesome. They're amazing. They're amazing. I love them. And uh, they said they were really pushing for you to be the next Bachelor. You know, they did this whole campaign for you. Mm -hmm. But does it bum you out? Because in the back of your mind, Matt's black. You're black. You know they're not gonna do two black to black, two back to back black bachelors. Does that bum? See, yeah, I could talk to you about this, but yes. uh, yeah, because nobody else is saying that. But that's the funny thing. But no, uh, <laughs> yeah, but um, now it doesn't bum me out, man. Because like going on the show, um, I already knew they picked them or whatever. So like, and plus like, um, you know, especially once I got there and Claire kind of wasn't really into almost anybody. I was just like, all right, this is this was fun. I'm gonna go home. <laughs> but uh, that's about it. So I never really thought about it too much. But I will say, yeah, yeah, Matt's, uh, you know, half black, half white. I'm half black, half Asian. I'm the only black and Asian guy ever on the show. And then also, like, I just think we're different people, too. Like, we're si- we're similar in, like, the sports realm and stuff. But, like, we're definitely completely different um, in some other areas. Let me areas tell you. Let me tell you. Yeah. you don't have to. You got flavor. Matt's kind of vanilla. You know, he's, safe. Hey, he's he's got a little. Sw- no, he's got some swag, too. He's got nah, some swag, too. For sure. nah, look, nah, look, he's yeah. a great guy. <laughs> He's a great guy. And I know you got to defend every, I get it. I know your position. I get it. Yeah. I'm saying it like it. Matt is, he's a good dude. You can tell he's a good dude. Right, he's really yeah. interested in what the women, uh, he's really interested uh, about the women. Like he's really interested in them. He uh-huh. makes everybody feel special, but I feel like he doesn't do anything for me. Like when I watch you, I don't know if we, uh-huh. cause we're both, <laughs> I don't know. There's something to us. You know, we got a little swag, <laughs> but we nice, you know, yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah. of vanilla to me, got but you. I feel like he's a good dude. I never got, 
But the one thing, let me tell you one thing. Do you yes. watch it? Do you watch it anymore or no? Uh, yes, I've been watching this season. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is what I don't like about Matt's season. And it's the producers. All it's right. the producers. And please, I don't want to get you in trouble. I don't want you to not <laughs> be in We're all good. We're all good. <laughs> this Victoria thing. Come on now. Okay. The girl always looks like she got a black eye. Uh, it, it's, it's, I mean, no dude is going to keep Victoria around. That's the producers making them keep Victoria around. And that's when I watch this show and I go, I can't do it. I can't, I can't like, I want to enjoy it as entertainment, but uh -huh. I know Matt ain't keeping her cause he like her, you know? Hey, I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. The, that's a good that's the thing. Though. I don't really know Matt's like type at all though. So like, I know nothing about old dude. So who knows? Maybe he's into that a little bit. I'm not sure. Okay. All right. Yeah, He's yeah. Into if, I, if I knew if I knew him, then I'd be able to read him better. Like if he was a homie, then I'd be like, ah, oh, bro, come on now. But okay. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Oh, my wife, my wife got a question for you. She's popping in. Claire Alicio. Uh, did you like Claire when you got to the show? Um, yeah, hundred percent. Like I I liked her as like a friend because like every interaction I had with her um was super she was super nice. She like she was the sweetest woman ever, but like I just knew there was nothing there. So I was like, all right. But like even I, I talked to her kind of recently too on the IG live and uh, yeah it's all love she's cool she's real cool like okay. they made her look very bad but from my perspective she was cool she always treated me with respect was like super into the conversation and whatnot so it's all love for me with her okay so I want to ask you how different was the edit from real life being there and then after they edited it it made her look like she was just about done everybody else could go home how yeah. big of a difference was that in shooting? Yeah being there or was I that think, accurate i think the biggest surprise happened on one of their group dates um where it was like dale went back for seconds and then like uh, all the guys were getting on dale for doing that and she said something about like let's hurry up the night like to a producer you could tell now i didn't know all that was going on so i, I had no clue because um, i wasn't on that date so uh, i kind of get where like some of the guys i remember they came back and they were all fired up and angry basically um at dale really and claire a little bit um but I mean, it all ended so quickly. And she was like, I found love. I was like, all right, my heart's not invested. So I'm like completely fine with it, honestly. But uh, well, yeah. Well, how in real life? Because yeah. I think that they stretch that out to like five or six episodes, I think. Before they did. Five, I think like five episodes, yeah. Five. But in reality, how long was she there? A couple weeks. It wasn't. A couple weeks. Because we're and shooting back. Yeah, we're shooting back to back to back. It's usually like group date, one-on-one -on -one group date, rose ceremony, something like that. Okay, so in those five, in those couple weeks, yeah, like if you have to total up the hours you spent with Claire or minutes in those two weeks before she left, how long do you think that was? Like one-on-one -on -one time? Yeah. One-on-one -on -one time, me and her, probably like 20, 30 minutes. That's it. Like the one-on-one -on -one time, just me and her, in like group settings too, like off camera, you might talk a little bit, but um, yeah, it's not much, not much at all one-on-one -on -one time for anybody really. It's, and did uh, you knew, did you know, when did you know with Claire, you just had no shot? Like she wasn't into you at all, I, but she kept I, you around, but you, it wasn't going to happen with her. It was pretty early, man. I'm telling you, it was hilarious though, but that's like how the whole house felt almost. It was probably like three guys that actually thought they had something going on. Everybody else was like, all right, what's going on? And I was just like, all right, yeah, I'm not sure. The, um, it's, what's funny is like before the rose ceremony, um, before like Claire ended everything, me and my roommate, Damar, both dressed up in all black. We were like, this is our funeral. We're about to be sent home. It was like really funny because like a few of us, a lot of us felt that way, dressed up in all black. We were like, oh, we're going home. This is it. And then all of a sudden everything got blown up and, you know, we restarted. But um, yeah, I think that was like kind of a, a common sentiment across the group. It was like, now, I don't, I don't have a connection. Yeah. Now, uh, there are rumors that Dale and Claire have broken up. Have you heard these rumors? Um, I've been seeing stuff, but I, I, I yeah, I have no clue. You don't know. Yeah, I got you don't no have clue. any insider. Uh, you were on the show and you know what's going on. Nope. Last I've heard, they're they're all good on that IG live I had with Look them. So they're all good. You're learning how to live very well. This man I never got too close with them though, man. It's like a they're only there a couple weeks. Like I don't know it's them okay. that well. It's okay. That, yeah. That's the way you play it though. I've been in TV for a while. You played it great. I'm giving Thanks. good job. Good job yeah. on that. Uh, yeah. so so Tasha shows up. Yeah. And let me tell you, when they showed your face 
when she showed up, it was yeah. a different ball game. You were like, different okay, I'm down with this. Different ball game. Yep. Completely different ball game. That's the funny thing to me. It's like a lot of the guys were kind of thinking, I felt like, like, I don't know, the rankings or orders was going to kind of stay the same. I'm like, this is a completely new person. Like y'all, I, good luck to y'all. Cause I honestly knew I was going to be there for a long time, just based off that first conversation. Um, yeah. And like, I, I feel like I've dated girls kind of like Tasha before, you know, she's mixed too. And like from a predominantly white area and that's like kind of where I'm from. So like I, I've, I've been with girls like her. So, what type uh, of woman, what type of woman do you think you're going to wind up with? And I'm talking about like color and personality. I mean, if five years from now, if you're married, is it a black girl? Is it a mixed girl? Is it a Latino girl? Is it a white girl? And what's one thing that has a standout in them? Ah, man. I mean, color, I, I man, I'm telling you, if you looked at my history, it's, it's, I swear it's across the board. It might be, it might be a little bit more towards like the mixed girl realm, but like in like Florida, it was a lot of Latina women I was with, um, college, maybe a little bit more white here in Dallas too. Um, but yeah, generally maybe slightly more mixed couple Asians, not too many, honestly. Um, um, but yeah, it's across the board. I don't, I don't really know. Um, uh, we'll see what happens. I, uh, okay. Yeah. We'll okay. See what happens. You posted my clip starter black. Because yeah, I know you identify with it. So for people that don't know what Starter Black is, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a half black dude, a girl of any race, but usually white. They don't want to go all black right off the bat. Yep, these <laughs> so, are facts. These so are they want to they tip their toe in the blackness <clears throat> somehow. So they they kind of experiment with a half black dude. And then yep. sometimes they move on, but sometimes they stay with the half black dude. Did you find that? Because I remember, look, I'm older than you. When I grew up okay. in the, I grew up in all white neighborhood, pretty much. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I'm a date you, but you're not really black. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you ever get that growing up? For sure, for sure. Like, um, yeah, because like, especially since I'm from like, a, I'm from Plano, Texas, so it's like a pretty pretty oh. white there. Yeah. So it's a yeah pretty nicer white area, and um, and then I went to Texas Tech, which is like five percent black people. And love it. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Different there. But uh, yeah, so I've been that guy, the starter black for a lot of girls before, you know, it's uh, it's something like, and it's like a lot of times, especially when you're like, you know, look like us, honestly, we're a little bit unique. I've never even met like any Blazing guys really living in Dallas at all. Never met one. And like people just come up to me like, hey, what are you like all the time? And they're like, your hair's so straight, like that kind of stuff. And they're like, isn't that oh, crazy? Asian? Yeah, it's just like, it's isn't just that crazy. Yeah. They just come out and go, literally growing up, they go, what are you? All like the they don't time. know. Yeah, all the time. For sure. Maybe probably more for you, really. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get that all the time. And it's like funny because like, like, for example, yeah, if I was like white, I doubt white people go up to each other asking like, what are they? But I get that wherever I walk into um, instantly because there's like what, less than 1% of us for sure out there. And uh, yeah, it's now, just part of life. In, yeah. Now, being in Plano and different places, have you ever dated a girl? they introduced you to their parents and the word got back that, Oh, we can't date because you know, parents don't like you kind of racist. Cause I, no, here's I, the thing. No, I, I haven't. No, I haven't had too many serious dating relationships, so it doesn't get t- too far most of the time. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, like I said, we're big in age difference. So it's ha- yeah. it happened to me growing up a lot. You know, they were that. like, Oh no, my parents aren't racist. They're not racist till they come home with a, a mixed dude. <laughs> That's what I said. Your parents yeah. are good till they come home with a mixed dude. Yeah, you know? no, I got you. What, um, what was your struggles growing up in Dallas, and how did your parents help you out with, with it? Um, you know, my, my dad especially, um, he's from, like, the south side of Chicago, had nothing growing up. Um, so, like, he, like, you know, he's a – I don't know. He's like kind of like an OG a little bit. So he like instilled it in me. He's like really old too. So he was born in 1947. So like he experienced like racism and stuff firsthand. And um, he always made sure like I knew who I was. I didn't just like become like whiteified or whatever living in Plano. Yeah. And cause he was able to provide a really good life for us growing up. And um, so he always like made sure who I knew who I was and I didn't like, you know, I wasn't ashamed of my blackness. Um, and then also um, on my mom's side, my dad's really not close with his side. So we were too close with the black side of my family but the asian side is like very close and my mom's got a big family i got like four aunts on that side and they're all amazing and my uh grandma and grandpa so that's like where we would go for like the dinners and the oh holiday Filipinos are close, man. oh yeah Filipinos, i mean come it's on yeah yeah so that's like uh 
so yeah, I, I really got to experience the culture on that side. And then my dad just did a good job of, you know, making sure um, I still know how to identify. But uh, um, yeah, like I, I could lean on them for every, anything, really. Um, who but, was, who ahead. made the rules in the house? Who was the disciplinarian? My dad, yo, my dad, come on. You saw, my, my dad is, a, yeah, my dad is like by far an alpha male type guy. He's just all alpha male. He's like the most guy guy you could ever imagine. It's uh, yeah. Like he's into did- like, go ahead. No, you go ahead. He's in the what? No, yeah, he, there was like one day I remember I called my dad and my dad has like a giant garage, like a garage. It's like, it's like 3000 square foot garage, owns like 10 muscle cars, super into muscle cars. Um, I remember I called him one day. He was like, I was like, hey, what, you, what have you been doing today? And then he told me he like, I think he like, he worked on a muscle car, went out shooting guns in the back or whatever to dial in a gun. And then also like made some barbecue. And I was like, that's the most guy thing I've ever heard of. All, like the most guy day I could imagine ever. <laughs> so, that's a man, man, right there. Yeah, that's, that's a, a man. man. Yeah, that's, that's how my dad is. And yeah, he's definitely the one who like did all the rules. And uh, my mom, just a sweetheart. She was always there to just comfort us, make us food mostly, you know, be nice to us. <laughs> how old's your dad? My dad is 73. Okay, our dads are about the same age. So growing up, did you get the belt? Yes. <laughs> yeah okay. a little bit not not too bad but yeah a little bit and then i yeah. used to do some goofy stuff whenever my uh because my brother is just a year and a half younger than me whenever he got in trouble i would take the blame and i remember my dad was about to hit him a couple times i would go like cover him up and just take it for him i'm like oh my god what is wrong with me <laughs> thinking back oh, yeah. to it but yeah my i used dad, to be super protect- protective of my little brother when my dad should try to hit him my dad my dad spanked me three times with a belt i remember each time and <laughs> And he would make me count to 10 because he would give me 10 hits and I would have to count them. And man, I tell you, I I never did whatever I did again. What about your mom though? What did she do? Did she do anything? She would throw wooden spoons at me. She would hit me with a wooden spoon. That's yeah. That's the same. My mom's taking off her shoe, throwing it or hangers too. There was one time she threw a hanger at me and I ducked it and she broke the TV. Oh, my life was over after that. It was over. (laughs) So my mom can get active too, but like she already knows if she hits us, like we weren't gonna feel it. She's like my mom's like four foot eleven, five foot. So um yeah, it's like she doesn't now, have much and, power and when she broke hit. the TV, she blamed yeah. you, huh? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. She turned the TV on and it just had that big green line across half of it. <laughs> I was oh, I was so hurt. I ran out of there so fast. She was so angry. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was so funny. I'm telling you, if there was like a hidden camera in our house, it was just wild. Like my parents are so different too. So it's just funny. It's so funny. <laughs> now with, with Taisha, uh, yeah. I remember uh, you were talking, when did you know with Taisha? I know you just said you knew you were going to be there for a while. Yeah. But when did you know with Taisha? Okay. I ain't moving forward. This is it. Yeah. It's fantasy. Street, Cause you man. made the final three, but yeah. did you know after they put you in an airstream? Come on now. No, seriously. So- no, so, hey, no, so listen, though, because before that, man, I'm telling you, like, I thought, like, personally, in the, really felt like Brandon was kind of the frontrunner. Most, I knew that guy had something going on. But I didn't think he was, like, at the top. I thought he was maybe top three. And then, um, but around, like, the hometown time, like, right before hometowns, I honestly felt like I kind of surpassed Brandon a little bit. So, like, because I remember, like, I don't know if this means anything, but I did get the first rows after the hometowns. I had the first fantasy suite. So I'm like, in my mind, I was like, if I was the bachelor, I'd probably give my top pick like those privileges, you know? So um, I don't know. But then, you know, fantasy suite happened. We talk about, it was a great, but then we talk about stuff. And, and at that point I was like, yep, oh, this might not work out. Wait, wait, we'll wait, you happens. cut out. You cut out. You said uh, the fantasy suite, what? Yeah, fantasy suite ha- night happened. And, you know, we talked about a ton of stuff and, uh, yeah, that morning I was just like, yeah, I'm not sure if this is going to happen. We'll see okay, what, what made so, you? What made you say uh, it might not happen? It was mostly that religion thing, man. It was really just the religion piece. Like, I'm I'm just non-religious. And I told her, like, I'm, hey, I'm open to dating everybody. And then I could tell um, that was kind of a shock for her. And, um, yeah, and it's like and it's like one of those things, like, because in Dallas, everybody's extremely Christian mostly. So it's different in different parts of the country. But here, it's, everybody's Christian. Um so it was just interesting. And I guess like where she's from, it's kind of, it's kind of like that too. And that's how she grew up. And once we actually got to dig into that and she was asking about like, how are we going to raise the kids? And, and I was just like, Hey, you could do whatever you want to do. And I was just like, you know, I'll maybe join you guys sometimes at church. Who knows? Like I'm kind of open to everything, but yeah, if they ask me, like, I don't know what happens after death, 
I'm going to just be like, I don't know. And then she's going to say whatever she's going to say. And I'm just like, and I was trying to explain like there's benefits to interfaith relationships and like maybe the kids get to see multiple sides, but you know, like if you're really like a believer and Christian and whatnot, you're not really trying to hear that. You have to like be equally yoked and whatever else people say. So, so, yeah. so your parents, do they believe? No. Or no? So my no. mom, my mom did like, I got baptized when I was a baby and like my mom did up to a certain point. She taught me prayers. I used to go to private school even for a little bit. Uh, my dad just never even almost talked about it. I felt like until like I was maybe a teenager and then, um, but yeah, neither of them are religious at all now anymore. Yeah. So my parents or that, you know, my mom is a Bible beater. My dad, he has a PhD in uh, nuclear physics. So okay. he doesn't, you know, to him, he's a scientist. If you can't prove it, it's not real. Yeah. Right? So yeah, it's like 95% of scientists are not religious. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I've seen a stat like that before. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so, but they made it work and they're still married 47 years. And I think yeah. you have a good point. It's good to see both sides. Yep. When I married me and my wife had the exact same conversation, mm -hmm. you know, because not really. it's like, here's my, here's my thing. I mm -hmm. believe to a certain point, but I got questions. Fair enough. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. what I do know, the one thing I do know about religion, if you go back in history, people that believed in something survived and the people that didn't believe in something cannibalized <laughs> each other. So even if you believe it or not, it's good because people feel they, they, they act better when they think they're going to get somewhere after life. So I, if you like religion, great. That means hopefully you'll be a good person. Yeah. You exactly. know? So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I get it. Like, yeah, if, if the, the thought of an afterlife and eternity definitely is like appealing to me for sure. But like, for me, I'm just like, whatever religion you believe, the majority of the world's not that religion. And then, so I, I will say, like, I, I really am open-minded to it. Like, if something ever proves itself to be true to me, I'll hop on board. I just try to be open-minded yeah. to everything. And, and you explain that, Tasha. You say, yeah, yeah. I'm open-minded. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Definitely. And definitely. how long, out of that whole night conversation, how long did y'all actually talk about religion? Because it sounds like y'all really talked about it. It was like 45 minutes. It wasn't too bad. Oh. But, like, because um, okay. we, we had to move on. Like, it was just like, we had to talk about other stuff, too, like, her career path and my career path and I don't know, finances and whatever else. Um, so was yeah. it, was it in that airstream, which I was very mad. They put you in an airstream. And I was <laughs> like, come on now. You, you put my boy in a, in a mobile home. <laughs> Yo, I know. I know it was bad. Cause like they didn't really show my reaction fully because I remember when I came around the corner, this was like a part of the resort I've never seen before. So I thought I was getting the works. I thought I was going to have like rose petals leading up to some giant bed and, you know, a hot tub and stuff like that. And I come around the corner and I just stop. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> because like in my first question, man, I was just like, can I stand up in there? Like, what are we, are we doing this? Like, and I was just dying laughing. And But like, I could roll with it. I was like, oh, this is funny. I get it. TV, whatever. This is fine. I'll roll with it. And I make like some little slide joke whenever we actually go touring around it. And I'm just like, oh, here's the master bedroom. Real, real sarcastically. Yeah. So like, it's, uh, it is what it is. Do you um, think, do you think Tasha knew who was the winner when she did these overnight stays already in her head? Uh, I'd say no. No? I, okay. I wouldn't think so because because like we all only had a certain amount of time with her. And I feel like that time you get in the um, fantasy suite when there's no cameras and that's like the only time you get hours to spend with each other in a row, um, then you could talk about everything. That's like worth more than the rest of it all combined, really. Um, was it so, romantic at all in the airstream it was i mean we had a good night i mean it's a i mean but was it romantic i don't i don't yeah, want to know if you uh, I, got you, I, got you. I don't yeah, want to yeah, know I if mean, you crushed it I just, no, it wasn't romantic. no yeah we had a uh, some champagne and and yeah they definitely gave us some champagne and music and all that kind of stuff so it's like it wasn't just a terrible night it was a good it was a good night too but just okay, had, like good. some some things that we found out and yeah so yeah, we weren't like arguing or anything on that. Like we we still knew how to like have a good time with each other and are, are, are really cool or whatever. So now if you could go back and do something different on the show, what would you do? Is there any mistakes you made on it? You were like, oh, I wish they didn't show that or I would have done this more because I know your biggest mistake on the show, which I'm about to reveal to you. <laughs> but I want to know what your biggest mistake. On the show. Man, I I wouldn't I don't know, man. I, I wouldn't say I have any mistakes. Um I will say that a lot of people have reached out to me and everybody after that finale was interested in what that religion conversation looked like. 
So like if we did have that on camera, maybe at an earlier point or just before then, maybe at that dinner, maybe that would have been a huge benefit for like America just to see maybe. Um, cause I think I can handle myself well in talking about that kind of stuff. So, um, not saying that's a mistake, but I also like, wasn't sure how Tasha would react. So I, I figured the privacy would be good. Um, so yeah. Um, do you, no, still, I, have I have feeling, do you still have feelings for Tasha? No, nah, no, no romantic feelings. No. Yeah. It, it happened like four months ago, four and a half months ago at this point. So like, I'm all good, man. I, I've, I've moved on. Like for me, like if somebody doesn't want to be with me just cause I'm not religious, like it's pretty easy for me to process that. I was able to get like, everybody thought I was going to cry. Like out of all, a lot of the guys, they thought I was going to oh, cry. I knew you I weren't. No. I didn't shed one tear. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm out of here. So like, like it's, it's just, like if I she, know, look, yeah, I know ahead. reality TV. They wanted you to cry and they probably did everything they could to try to make you cry. <laughs> and yeah, you did cry. I, I could, I couldn't like over that reason. Like if she told me like she was just more into Zach or whatever, that would kind of would have been a shock. Who knows how I would have reacted. Like you're in that bubble and it is like super emotional and you always talk about your feelings. So like, I get it. I kind of see why people cry in those situations, but yeah, for that reason, I was like, nah, let me just head home. I'm I'm good. So my friend was on The Bachelor. It's like nine years ago. Okay. And she made it to probably like top five or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the the rose ceremony was during the day. And she got kicked off. And they wanted <clears> her to cry, but she didn't. They drove her around for eight hours in a limo. By the time she started crying, it was dark outside. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. Yeah, all these interviews and stuff take way longer than what people see for sure. Oh, yeah. Car, right? so I, I will say that. Because um, the, they crazy. probably have you in the car for like 45 minutes to an hour, maybe an hour and a half, and they play like two seconds of it. You just yeah. crying and go, I really loved her. And that's it. <laughs> could have been talking about your old grandma from back in the like, you Yeah. Could, <laughs> God, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's funny. I man. really loved her. My old grandma. She was <laughs> yeah. great. That's the clip. Cut it. Let's go. Well, we got now let, me, okay. now let me tell you, let me tell you the mistake I think you made. Fair enough. And you, besides the religion, you never said these other dudes when you watch the show, I'm falling in love with you is a lot yeah. different from I'm starting to Facts. fall in love with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm falling in love with you stronger than eh, I'm falling in love with you. You know what yeah. I mean? I think I, yeah. yeah. Compared to those other two guys, you were like, ah, I'm, I'm getting there. The other two dudes yeah. were in it. Well, yeah, like with Zach, he was the first one there. But like for me, man, I, I was like, I'm not going to say this and I'm not going to propose unless I fully believe it. Like I was just not going to do that. Nobody can make me do that at all. Not that they would even like try to, but like I was just always myself. And that's what I felt comfortable saying. Um, you know, after just a couple of weeks, she did have the shortest season ever, man. So it's like, I'm just getting to know this girl. Like uh, a lot of it depended on that fantasy suite too, I felt like, because that was going to be a lot of time. But yeah, Zach got there first for sure. Brendan, his mind was all over the place, going way before that, really. Um, so that was interesting. So I don't, yeah, that's why he left. And then with Ben, who I don't even know. No, yeah, I don't know how that okay, situation. So, so, so people like on Matt's season, they're kind of repeating the same thing they did on your season. Like a lot of the, a lot of the drama, and I'm saying mm-hmm. it in quotes. It's kind of same that's on your season. But when Ben came back. Are you the dude? Were you the dude to be like, oh, you love? Why are you coming back? Was that your mindset, or is like, ah, whatever? <laughs> nah. So, so I will say, like, when Bennett came back, I don't know if you remember that, but when Bennett oh, yeah, came Bennett. back, yeah, when Bennett first came back, like when there's five, five or six of us, I was like, this dude's being 100% fake. It is what it is. Like, I just called it out. I was like, you're being 100% fake. Yeah. You know, like I don't believe anything you're saying to me whatsoever. Um, when Ben came back, like, honestly, dude, man, I, I really didn't care like at all. I did not care. I was like, she's going to keep me. if She keeps me or, or she's going to, you know, roll with Ben. But I mean, in my mind, like she sent him home for a reason at number four, you know, everybody says it's cause he said he didn't say, I love you. But like me and Brendan both didn't tell her that at that point either. So like nobody, it's funny cause nobody really sees that part of it. Cause like she brought us to the final three without saying that either. But, uh, um, so at, at that point, yeah, once I left, I was like, oh, this is for sure going to Zach um out of the guys left at least i was like so ben you has, yeah so ben you had, also ben didn't even get a fantasy suite man so it's it like he had no shot i feel like you know um so. now you sent out a tweet i believe or some post on story uh mm-hmm. it said bennett and noah it was about bennett and noah and oh. you go <laughs> noah's right in this one or the, it, it's not what it seems or something like yeah. what do you mean by that? yeah i said i said i think i said noah's on the right side of this one it's probably after they're like 
two on one or whatever. And that's just because like, well, one full disclosure, like I'm, I'm closer with Noah for sure. But uh, Bennett, like he just got into it with multiple people. Like he was just, he, he had asshole tendencies basically. <laughs> like yeah. he was just a jerk sometimes. Like he was a jerk to me and like we got into it, but nobody, nobody really knows about that kind of stuff. So um, like, oh, for so, no, so y'all got no into reason. it and they didn't air that. Yeah. They, yeah. That didn't make it. But um, yeah. So, like, well, tell me, I want to know what y'all got into. It was like what the happened? same it was like the same stuff as Noah. This was before I think, or yeah, maybe Noah just got there. It was like he was just like judging me for being young or something, and it was just like dumb. He was like, "Oh, you don't it's like said something about I don't have my life together." I was like, "You know, you don't know one thing about me at all. Like I have one hundred percent have my life together. You can't say any of that. I'm like you're just being judgmental. You need to humble yourself." He was just trying to come after people. It was weird, and then he got into it with like producers and workers there, and I was just like, "This dude is oh different. really?" Yeah, he was just so he, he was, was just. Yeah, like he would he would be funny to a certain degree, and like people were like cool with him. Then all of a sudden he says something, you're like, all right, like I don't know. I'm not gonna lie to you, I love watching him. Hey, hey, I hey, I totally get it. Like all he's a great villain. No, yeah. If people want to act up, do all that kind of stuff, that's completely fine. Like that's just not my role, and just don't invite me, like don't uh, what's it called? Uh don't bring it my way. Cause like if it comes my way, then it's gonna just get serious and we're gonna have to handle it. But um yeah, like I, I'm completely for that stuff. It makes for better TV. I get it. Yeah, he's he was the Victoria. They need one every season. Like he sure. he was the Victoria, you know. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, uh, so uh, Ben, we talked about Ben now with Zach. Oh, you know what? My I I got a question on uh the through the comments that I want to ask you. You've seen this season that Matt's on. If you yeah. were on this season, which girl <clears throat> would be your favorite right now? Uh, I can't do that one. <laughs> No, I mean there's a there's some there's some interesting Why not? Picks, there's some interesting picks up there. I don't want to just shoot my shot just yet or anything. You know, I gotta oh you gotta oh, gotta keep okay. the people interested. I gotta let them float their ideas out there. We'll see what happens. I gotta see okay. how, this, uh, how the season plays out. But there's definitely like um yeah like like Matt's girls. I would say I'm definitely more interested in the, in quite a few of them or a couple of them. I'll say not a quite a few, but uh, compared to Peter's season for sure. Um, so ah, yeah, so okay. Peter's season definitely had some attractive women, but like. Would we actually work like dating seriously? I don't think so. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how Matt's season develops and I think it'll be interesting. So sure. so so what are you saying? After some of these girls you like get kicked off, you might reach out to them? Is that what you're saying? Who knows? They might reach out to me, man. I don't know. Or they may oh. maybe already have. I, I don't know. I don't know, my guy. I don't know. <laughs> All right. We'll All right. We'll I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like what I'm hearing. And well played on the PR side, sir. You've learned this game very, very well. Very well. So do do you do you like do you like her choice with Zach? And do you think they'll actually make it? Uh yes and yes. Uh Zach, okay. super cool dude, super real dude. It seems he's, like yeah, he's all in. Um, so yeah, I, I had a lot of cool conversations with him. I like the guy a lot. Um, yeah, and then it seems like Tasha's kind of just looking for like that security and, and somebody who's a little bit fun. And yeah, if they just lean into it, I think they'll be fine. I really do. Okay. The percentages on the show aren't great of people Terrible. actually lasting. Terrible. 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 Yeah. So let me ask you this. You've been on the show. You might be on it again. Uh, are you doing Paradise Island? Can you say that yet? Um. I know they want me to be there for sure. And we'll just see. It's like, it's still a few, some, a few months off. So we'll see what happens okay. like if I'm dating somebody or whatever, but yeah, I, I definitely have a spot there. I'm sure if they, if, uh, if it happens, wait a minute, it sounds like you're dating somebody. <laughs> I think you with somebody. If I had to guess, I think you with somebody that got rejected by Matt. I'm just putting it, I'm putting it out. I can read you. I'm Blasian. We got the same mind. Hey, I'm putting hey. it out there. Ivan Hall is dating somebody that Matt, it just kicked off the show by the end of the day. I'm calling it right now and I'm going to have this clip. So when I hear after Matt sees you dating such and such, <laughs> look at it. You can't even hold a straight face. I think I'm right think on this. Yeah. I mean, okay. we'll, see, we'll see how what happens over time, man. I don't know. Okay. We, we hanging shall... out here in Dallas. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of people typing in Sarah. They think you were Sarah now. Okay. Sarah. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Sarah's gorgeous. Sarah's gorgeous. I'll Sarah's gorgeous. That's mm -hmm. For sure. Surpri I'm shocked. She like had a one-on-one -on -one last week. Now she's like gone. That, that happened really quick. So yeah. Yeah. She's gonna be there for um, a while. Yeah. Is there before I get to I got like 15 quick fire questions from fans. Yeah. 
I want to get to. But before I get to that, is there anything that was interesting to you besides the Bennett fight you had that they didn't show? Is there anything uh, you wish they would have shown? Not necessarily from your angle. It could have been something you shot or you saw being shot and that was never aired. Let me think. Yeah, I mean, like it's uh, nothing too juicy, but like I will say there's some guys who like, were like the life of the party and the funniest guys out of everybody. Like uh, Ed, he only got like a, so a couple fight scenes, but he had us dying laughing all the time. He was the funniest guy there probably. And then DeMar too, just super funny guy. Like those two guys were probably like the the life of everybody, like just the soul of the group. So um, they didn't get much airtime, but like we all loved both of them, to, you know, and uh, yeah, they were great guys and nobody really got to see that. All right, here we go. Let me let me ask you some of these questions. This is uh, I posted on my Instagram, and we got a lot of them in. I'll just fire through them real quick. Have you ever been to the Philippines? No, I have not. Do you want to go? Yes, within the next. Actually, we're planning a family trip. Hopefully, in like a year and a half, I want to say. Okay. Like okay. Now, hoping COVID's done, so definitely going to go back though for sure. Because my mom's from there, and her whole family is from there. So, yeah. Ah, uh, favorite local Dallas restaurant. Ooh. I frequent this place called Moxie's a lot because it's like around the corner from my house. It's just like a a, a, diff, a whole array of food, but it's always a good ambiance and scene there with TVs and stuff too. Okay. Uh, what do you love about the Filipino culture? Ah, man. Probably like the whole, well, like the food and then the family dynamic. Like it's like super close. Everybody's super close and everybody's obsessed with food, which is hilarious to me. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, what's the youngest you date? Cause you're 28 now. What's the, uh, a girl on IG hit me up and said, what's the youngest girl you would date? Uh, minimum I'd say 21. It's got 21. Be at, least, at least 21 just cause yeah. Um, okay. Just for and, purpose. <laughs> and would you ever hook up? What would you ever meet or date or hook up with a girl on IG? Would I? Yeah. I mean, going forward, I, I mean, I've definitely met girls on IG before too, though. So like, it's, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm open. Do you use dating apps right now? Because if no. you do, you're probably crushing. No, I would. No, I'm not using any dating apps since the show. <laughs> There's no need at all. <laughs> like, nah, yeah, like, that would be like, good. I am a dating app. <laughs> I mean, it would be rec- it would be reckless if I had it. Yeah. It's, it's a funny story real quick. I'll say on dating apps, my, one of my best friends, he was like, Hey, uh, you care if I put a picture of me and you as my profile picture on my dating apps just so I could get some more? Uh, so he, he wanted to check with me just so that people didn't think it was like my account or whatever. But I was like, go for it, bro. Go Did for he get it. more action? Um, he just started. You know, I haven't talked to him since then. It was just this past weekend he actually asked me that. So it's funny. We'll see That's that. great. That's great. Uh, do your friends treat you differently now? Or do uh, people around you in your circle treat you different? No. No, not not really at all. Um, yeah, yeah. The, my close circle, everybody's treating me the same, really. The, what's yeah. what's the hardest thing for you to adjust to then? Whew. Um, I no, I wouldn't say anything's too hard. It's it's just different and kind of like almost uncomfortable sometimes when you know that a lot of people know so much about your life because I've never like talk about a lot of different things that I've talked about on that show before ever at all. So like just knowing like everybody at work, for example, knows like, I don't know, I'm not religious. I got a felon brother and you know what, like just know my like, like family story and stuff like that. It just kind of feels weird, but like, it's fine with me. Cause I'm not like, completely comfortable with like who I am though. But um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say anything's been too hard. It's honestly okay. all been like a, a great ride so far. What's your perfect date. If you could plan out a perfect date, what would it be? Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so first I'll say what I used to always do in college. Um, this isn't my perfect date now, but in college I used to always, um, like I'm obsessed with ice cream and stuff. So there's like this really like kind of nice, fancy like ice cream shop over there uh, near my school, Texas Tech. And that's where I took so many girls on first dates. If you ask anybody <laughs> I dated in college, I guarantee we went there. Because <laughs> so like I, I would just satisfy my sweet tooth. I'd be able to have a quick little date that's not too expensive with a girl. I can leave quickly or we can hang out a little bit longer if it doesn't go well or if it goes well. So uh, what that was, was like the name gut. of the place? This place called Arrogant Texan. It was like really good ice cream and like a little candy shop. And just like, it was like a nice scene in there. Nice setup and some 
yeah, good places to sit at. So, um, and when you uh, walked in, they were like, "Oh, here he is again." Yeah. <laughs> That's Ivan with a different one. We we know yeah. him. Just we already that know look. his order. Just give him that look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no. A lot of people were asking this: Would you ever consider doing a podcast after when you can with some friends from the Bachelorette? You know, um, honestly, I, I love being guests on them. I, th- I think that's cool, but it does seem like it takes a lot to like a lot of effort and energy to put into it. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if I'm I'm really for it. Like, I'm not even the biggest talker in general, honestly. So there's definitely some guys from my show I could imagine doing it, but uh, yeah, for myself, I probably wouldn't host one myself. Now, for some people, women uh, hit me up and said, "What are the best companies uh, to invest in right now?" They want to know that. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Um, I always go with just these like index fund ETFs. I don't even invest in like specific companies. So most of my money is in the S and P 500 index ETF Vanguard VOO is the the main one I would say that I have. Um, and then there's like this total stock market fund too. Um, and then a couple ones like, uh, across the, uh, artificial intelligence industry. I think that's one, uh, one that I really like, but my main thing is diversify. Don't, put your all your eggs in one basket at all diversify when you buy a piece a total stock market fund or S&P 500 you're instantly diversified across 500 to a thousand thousands of companies it's the best way to go and historically it's just always going up you know 7 to 10% usually over the last 100 years it's been way better than that uh, the last few years so that's what i roll with well, you know what? When I, I'm going to be hitting you up soon to ask you where to put my money, so this is good. This is good. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually uh, I'm actually developing like a whole investment series thing for my Instagram, so and a blog and a blog. So, oh, that'd yeah, because like yeah, yeah, there's like so many people my age, man, especially like working as an engineer, people making like six figures, don't know what to do with their money at all. So like I I started early and just figured it all out, read a lot, and um, yeah, so I'm gonna try to make it simple and fun for people. So it's, it'll be cool. How many kids do you want? Three. Two boys Three. and a girl. Yeah, two, two boys, boys and a girl. girl. I think that's the, All right. that's the move, yeah. And do you like being an uncle? I love it. I love being an uncle. That's my favorite thing. I've thought about it. I, like, I really don't even need kids because like, I've got my niece and my nephew from my younger brother, but then I also have like older half-siblings too and have nieces and nephews from them. So like, I really don't even need kids, but uh, yeah, it'd be cool to have my own one day. But I love Look, being an uncle. I, yeah. I know when you're in, on set a lot, you know, Tasha kissed a lot of people on that show. Yeah. You know, and then she would kiss you. Did you ever like? Was the breath ever stinking? Because y'all just standing around. Like, did the breath ever get funky from her or you? Where you were like, mm, I can't kiss you. Nah, no, nah, no. Nah, to be honest, nah, not really. Um, we always like the producers always had like little breath mints for us at all times whenever we needed. Okay. So, like, yep. And I'm sure like she always had a producer following her around everywhere. So like, if she needed a drink or she needed a quick break or whatever, I'm sure she's getting right. And like the thing with her, okay. She never sweated. I think it's like her makeup was absorbing it, but like all the guys were dying out here, and she's like not sweating at all. And I used to always call her. I'm like, "What are you doing? Like, are you are you a person?" Because she's not sweating at all. It was 115 degrees on average, so it was um it was crazy. But yeah, now she now, she kept it together. She kept it together now, for sure. Now I don't want you to take this the wrong way, uh, but when I'm watching this girl kiss everybody in the back of my head, I'm going, "This girl's mouth is dirty." Like, like <laughs> and she, hey, and she's about to kiss. Did you, when you watched it back, or did that ever go through your mind? Like, she's been kissing everybody, and I got to kiss uh, him too. The other thing is, like, man, we don't. None of the guys are really saying, like, "Hey, I just went and made out with Tasha too." Though. So you don't know what's happening, really, too. Yeah, like it's out of sight, out of mind a little bit. Like a lot of guys might have felt like they were the only one or two guys that kissed her that night, but. I mean, she has time to, like I said, she has time in between guys. Sometimes she needs to freshen up or whatever. So I'm, I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they keep it right. She was, I mean, she never had bad breath. She was, I'm telling you, she was always well put together. Um, now, never. now, if you, and I hope so, if you wanted, if you're ever the bachelor, could you, could you imagine, well, I guess a, as a bachelor is different because you'd be the one making out with everybody, but let's yeah. put you as the bachelorette again, you know, on the bachelorette. Let's just say that okay. happened okay. again. It's not, but let's just say it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Did you marry a woman that now, when you watch it back, see her make out with a bunch of different dudes and say all kinds of stuff to them, but she winds up with you? Yeah. Would that affect? Because you seem like a guy to be like, I don't know if I can accept this. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know, but where's your head on that? 
Um, I mean, like if I was Zach and I and I if I put myself in Zach's shoes, I could still go with it. Honestly, um, it's okay. as long as my connection looked like the strongest one, and that's what mm -hmm. I think people got. Like it looked like they were saying they were in love with each other first, and were super excited about it the most. Um, as long as it was the strongest one, it's fine. Like I, uh, yeah, like when we were there, like a lot of us um, just took an approach where like it's like we're just gonna trust her and let her do what she has to do. Like it's just part of the show and. You know, we'll see what happens, but I'm sure I'm sure it'll be hard to watch it. I I, I can't lie, that'll be hard, but uh, I, I think I'd be able to accept it for sure. Okay, and looking back on everything, you happy with the way you came out? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they uh, yeah, they uh, you know, they did a really good job of my edit. I didn't get anything crazy or anything, and um, yeah, no, I appreciate those guys. Like, it was definitely scary because I know like some people get made to be the villain or look like a square or whatever else. And I think they, you know, did a good job of like highlighting me a little bit in, in, in unique and good ways. So um, I'm very happy. I, I have great relationships with a lot of the producers now. And um, yeah, no, I'm very happy with how everything turned out for sure. So at the end of this interview, I got two predictions. All My right. first prediction is, and I said it earlier, you're dating someone from Matt's season right now. That's my okay. prediction. And once this season is over, y'all gonna come out as a couple. <laughs> My second prediction is that will not last. <laughs> okay. Wait, why? Why on the second one though? Just curious. Because, because it's not. Gonna, I don't know why. Because I'm younger. I'm, is that why you said huh? I was? Because I'm um 28. Dude, I'm telling, like personally between. Wait till you're 35 before you get married. <laughs> wait. Like got you got it. seven years, bro. There's no need to rush. There's no you. need. No. You no. know, they're, just to play the other side a little bit, though, it's almost like like all these girls kind of just, you know, sometimes might want you for clout or whatever, or won't be genuine. So it's almost like you could protect yourself from everybody if you just let's nail it down with this one, you know, just to play the other side. You're so young, Ivan. I'm just so saying. Young. <laughs> so young. You don't know the game. You need to come to, you need to come to. Papa, yo, and I'll explain the game to you. Hey, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it more. Yeah, I'm yeah. just playing the other side to see what, what you thought, but I got you. Yeah, so here's my second prediction. That ain't going to last. And then what's going to happen is not next year. You can't be the Bachelor because they would never put two black Bachelors back to back. But the year after that, you're going to be the Bachelor. And if they did ask you, would you say yes if you were single? Yeah, uh, yeah most likely. I probably would. Okay. I, I can't think of too many uh, downsides of it. Um, yeah, if I was single, I would probably do it. I had such a great experience. Like, it was like, I feel like it was really unique. And like, I don't think I had one negative experience. I, I got like next to no hate from any of the fans at all, which I was surprised by. Like, not even like racist DMs or anything. It was crazy. And um, so, yeah, no, it was, it was all around a great experience for me. So, I'd definitely be open to it. All right. Well, it's going to happen in two years, not next year, but it will happen in two years, sir. So get ready. I appreciate your time, man. You're awesome. And it's happy to see representation on sure. TV because I say it all the time on this podcast. When I was growing up, I never saw it. I never sure. saw mixed people because my parents had me in the seventies and yeah. it was only legalized to be married interracially in 1967 in all 50 states. So in 1967, it was legalized, yeah. which is crazy if you think about it. So I never saw representation. Yeah. How does it make you feel? And last question on this. Now you turn on TV, you see mixed race couples all the time on commercials and things. Even when you were born and growing up, you didn't see that. Now you're seeing it everywhere. How does that make you feel as a mixed race person? No, I, I mean, I love it. I 100% love it. Cause like, like I, I, I've told this a couple of people, but like, I'd love the fact that people got to see my family in particular because it is a biracial couple. My mom and my dad probably would never, if you met them individually, probably would never really think of them being together. Probably the same with your parents. Mm -hmm. And then uh, even with my brother, just like the actual like prison experience, like, but the fact that we could all still stay like so close as a family. Um, I love that America got to see like what America really is. Honestly, it's like a, just a melting pot of stuff and, and you know, and then there's some dark sides of it too. So um, I love the representation. I'm all for it. I'm going to definitely be an advocate for it going forward in the bachelor nation stuff, which has been historically dominated by, you know, white people and whatnot. So, um, um, definitely plan to support, you know, all the, all the people of color going forward. So bachelor in paradise, they want you. The only way you'll go is if you're single. Correct. Yes.
Well, yeah, if okay. I'm dating somebody, I'm not going, but it's uh, well, you can bring them, <laughs> I just, just bring a random to the... <laughs> hey, I got my plus one with me. I <laughs> Yeah, I need you to. Know. I need to actually watch the show though, because I've never really watched Bachelor in Paradise too much. Maybe like an episode or two. So uh, yeah, I don't even know how it completely works. I don't. Know. I I just watch The Bachelor and Bachelorette because my yeah. wife makes me, and uh, we're in this. What is it? Where they you pick who's gonna lose and who's gonna. Win. I don't know. Some kind of. Yeah. And I'm uh, losing. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I will say like uh, everybody I talk to always says Paradise is better. Apparently, so we'll see what happens. All I right. can imagine better yeah well ivan i come to dallas i perform in addison uh once a year so once everything closes i mean gets better i'm gonna hit you up you come out we're gonna have lunch and all that good stuff for sure we'll definitely have to do that you're in la right i'm guessing yeah i go between la and las vegas but i'm in houston my parents live in houston so yeah i'm born in houston so i got you got you got you got you yeah so we'll talk soon man be good all right for sure brother i'll talk to you all right have a great one all right peace like, all right, that was Ivan. Ivan Hall. I mean, such a cool dude. Such a great dude. Great interview, too. All right. Uh, thank you so much for watching the Michael Yo show. Uh, I will see you guys tomorrow. Remember, we do it every day, 9 a.m., unless we have a special interview like Ivan just did. So it was a blast. Uh, leave your comments, spread the love. The show, uh, the Michael Morning Yo show page has gone over 160,000 people in less than two months. You guys are really stepping up. You guys are really spreading the love. And I appreciate you so much. Make sure, make sure you love each other today. Make sure you call somebody, tell them you love them. Be positive, stay uplifted. And I got you. I got your back. I'll talk to you uh, tomorrow, 9 a.m. Later.